Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's Halloween in the Ville and the Saints and the Sinners are out tonight. Plus, we have screenwriters Lucian and Bird from 89 Writers in-house tonight. You don't want to miss it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Happy hump day, everybody. It is the David Makes Man After Show, and I am your host, Sahai Wilson. Tonight, we have two special guests in-house, plus our special segments, news and gossip, and predictions, so you don't want to miss it. But first, let me introduce you to my panel. We have Josh. Yo, what's good? Josh is the the daddy of the panel. He's got family, he's got kids, he tells it to the male perspective, and he's also a stylist and fashionista. Yeah, appreciate yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> then we also have Zakia. Hello, Hi, how Zakia. are you guys? How Hi, you doing? Good. Zakia books all our guests. Mm-hmm. She's going to do our news and gossip segment, and she's a publicist as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then also, we have two special guests. Now, one of them been here a lot of times. Okay? We love him. He, he keep coming back. But he also brought a friend, his screenwriting companion, buddy, pal. We have Lucian and Bird from 89 Riders in the yeah. house. Hey. He finally yeah. didn't leave me at home. He was I know. Fire. You know. Uh, you <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to After Buzz. Thank you for being here with us tonight. So this episode, a lot was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's a lot to process, as, as is every episode every week, but this one more so than others. So let me get everyone's overall thoughts. Zaki, I'll start with I felt like we had a lot of heated moments, Um, one with Desmond and Raynan, and then with Miss Elijah and Shinobi, and it was a lot of heat and gangster (laughs) things going on, stuff I like, (laughs) low-key like it, so I love this episode, it was really good. How about you, Josh? Uh, I like seeing the other side of Shinobi. You know, we're talking is, a lot about Shinobi. You know, I'm, that's my boo. I'm just saying, he's a, well, he's also Miss Elijah's boo. I'm, <laughs> I'm I said, saying. look, I'm not mad at you, girl. Look, he, um, he seems to uh, be vulnerable more than he realizes. Okay. And I think that he's intimidated by David. Oh, for sure. We also... <laughs> yes, Shinobi. Class snaps for Shinobi. Thank you. Um, we saw a lot of anger from him tonight. Yes. You know, so it was very interesting to see... Di- we saw him angry, but then we saw him real relaxed at, 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 at Miss uh, Elijah's house. Gentlemen, what do you guys think of tonight's episode? I loved it. Um, I love that the audience is finally getting to see um, the reasons for things. So a lot mm-hmm. of things became clear tonight mm-hmm. as far as why David acts some of the ways he acts as well. So, yeah, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, this is definitely another one of my favorites. I mean, I, I feel like every episode is one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely another one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And Allison, shout out to Allison Davis, who mm-hmm. wrote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did her thing. And Dana Reed, who shot it. They did that thing tonight. And I love how you guys come and support episodes that you didn't you may not have written yeah. mm-hmm. but you were you know part of you were st- if if you didn't write an episode you were still on set is that correct yeah, yeah. i was still on set um as the acting coach mm-hmm. and then also we break all these episodes down in terms of coming up with the stories for them 
together as a group in the writer's room. So that was my question. You're, mm-hmm. See, thanks, say hi, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. You know that, that's that producer background yeah. coming in all the time. I'm thinking about the process, but uh, something else is um, that I wanted to talk about is the fact that we went to church this yes, episode. We did. Now, the funny thing is, everybody has a different experience with church. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up going to church, but you're a preacher's kid. Yes. Your dad was a pastor. Zakia, did you grow up going to church? Um, not really. And you guys, did you you guys grow up going to church? I did. Okay, so my mom, like David, would send me to church with other people mm-hmm. you know because she wanted me to you know influence. To, to be influenced by that <laughs> yeah, now yeah, she yeah. was religious she was a Rastafarian so she believed in God but it's just we didn't go to church so mm-hmm. you know it's still something for me that's I'm like I didn't know the hymns you knew the hymns I know all of them <laughs> so I love how we got to see you know both sides so what did you think about seeing David in church and how it affected him um, well, first, I do want to say this. Um, last week, I was uh, speaking about uh, Stockholm Syndrome mm-hmm. and eBay, the Ebo put on uh, YouTube. That's what it was. So thank you for letting me know that's what it well, was. Well, we're going to give him a shout out when we give out yeah. everybody a shout well, out. Well, I just wanted to go ahead because I didn't want to forget <laughs> okay, anybody. Okay, well, look, look. <laughs> we, also, <laughs> we also in the live chat, everybody. Yes. So uh, Josh is in the live chat looking mm-hmm. at your comments. So please send us any questions that you have for Lucian and Bird as well. Yes, so, so back um, to what Yeah, what but um, so my opinion about David in church, it seems like it was a new environment for him. Mm. He wasn't comfortable. And I was surprised that he wasn't, that he was as uncomfortable as he was. And he began to shout out. Of course, you could see it. Uh, the I guess the crescendo of his personality was like building and building until he just had an outburst and he was embarrassed by it. Yeah. But I think it also was an experience for him to learn from. And we'll see that later on. Mm-hmm. How about you, Zakia? Um, so... What was interesting to me when he was in church is when he said, I am the son of or the son of a man, Mm -hmm. which is what the episode is actually called. Mm -hmm. And then when I looked into it, Mm -hmm. basically, um, it said that uh, he was to come to save which those who were lost. And then as we saw him exiting or going to the bathroom, rather, there were all of his family members Mm -hmm. and people who were close to him Mm -hmm. and then they were all you know staring at him and looking towards him so it just that part i think was the um, foundation of this episode because then we saw him placing on the crown or wanting to have Mm -hmm. the crown for halloween so him in church basically set everything for the tone yes exactly so would it could you say that him being in church and i'm asking this to the yeah writers as well could him being in church be his alternate personality, feeling like he has to save everybody? Well, yeah, I was I would say that there are parts of that. I mean, he was dialed into what the the pastor was saying, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of those things he felt related to his own life. He right. started to bring those things in, and as he was dissecting them, he felt as though he was the son of man, and right. which is why he had that outburst, which it didn't actually happen in reality, of course. Yeah, oh. but yeah, and I and I realized mm-hmm. some people thought it happened, some yeah. People didn't. No, um, but it didn't actually happen in reality. But yeah, he was internalizing a lot of those things that the pastor was saying and finding those correlations to the scripture. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting too because Miss Elijah speaking on him saying like you can't save everyone when uh, Saren was leaving. Miss mm-hmm. Elijah was like, David, you can't save everyone. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to let exactly. them fight their own battles. So it was interesting for me to see David in the church and everyone that he like you were saying, he passed all these people. Why did you choose to have all those people in that, in the church setting with him? Because I think the, not only the church, but also the message was a trigger. So you see, instead of relating it to the Bible as the pastor's doing, he's just relating these things to his life. Mm. And as that 
burst out comes just like as he's leaving that's what he sees in his mind he's still relating that message back to his life like you mm-hmm. said the idea of saving people and mm-hmm. what his role is a lot of those things come to life there yeah. okay mm-hmm. um we also saw Halloween happen in this episode, mm-hmm. which was Miss um, Gloria's favorite. It seemed like a day for a her celebration. to. Yeah, it yeah. seemed like her favorite holiday. She was really herself and she got to let all her other troubles like disappear, let go for mm-hmm. a moment. Um, and she looked great as was she out Elvira? Or just a witch? Yeah, she was just a witch. We saw Halloween in the Ville for the first time. It was a, it was, it wasn't Christmas, and I found it ironic that this is the the fun time for everybody, yeah. you know. Whereas, uh, and funny thing is, you know, Halloween. Some very religious people are like, uh, uh-uh, that's the devil's day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it could also be growing up in New York. That was also a very dangerous day because, mm-hmm. you know. Kids were throwing um, eggs with razor blades in Mm -hmm. it. You know, people were getting robbed for their candy. So um, to see (laughs) (laughs) city life, city life, Um, Halloween in the Ville, you know, how did you guys like seeing everyone so like in such a good mood? I liked seeing the jovality, I guess is the word for me. Of all the people, because it is an escape. I mean, Halloween itself for people is an escape. They're able to dress up like whatever character they want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't dress up for Halloween, but if I did today, I'd probably be Mr. Incredible. Because okay. you, know? <laughs> you got the kids. And I mean, the wife that's just, and... he's just my dude, though. You know, Mr. Incredible is incredible, okay. you know. So, but just seeing how uh, Gloria faced David mm-hmm. and she forced happiness on him, she was like, look, bruh. Okay, mm-hmm. we can be broke and mad tomorrow, but mm-hmm. today I am going to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's good though. I think that she was able it's good that she can escape yeah. and just be in a different world. Now, when you saw Miss Gloria happy, did you think she was on the drugs again? No. Oh, okay. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Miss Glow. I don't think you were always on drugs. I just thought it was just that one time. It was like one time, that one time. But (laughs) But, um, this was the part of the show where I was happy and I was so proud Mm -hmm. to see everyone getting along and having fun and just escaping, like you said, seeing Miss Glow being someone else and then seeing Saren being happy for once because it's so intense every time we see Saren I literally like almost shed tears every time yeah I'm holding my breath every time I see him we saw him happy in the Ville Mm -hmm. for Halloween and we saw him happy when he was singing those were the only two times now guys tell us what's going on with Saren I mean can you just give us a little insight and come on Burns this is one of my this is one of my favorite parts because we get Saren outside of Mr. and Mrs. Kelly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every time they're on the screen, they do an amazing job because it just feels like you need to take a shower afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah it's like, ugh. But getting him to go to the Ville of all places and have this amazing experience, mm-hmm. it just shows that juxtaposition that kind of came up in the end when he said, it's crazy here. Mm-hmm. And, like you had fun, like more fun ever. So it's That's once true. again bringing up just because somebody's lifestyle is that gated community, mm-hmm. they probably need to escape somewhere too. That's the first thing I thought yeah, about. We find mm-hmm. escape in different things. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like how the dynamic is money, sadness, no money, happiness. At times. Yeah, at mm-hmm. times, but yeah. it seems like there's never any happiness in Saren's life. Mm-hmm. But Only when he's singing and well, when he's with David. I'm talking about when he's with, at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His, his, his family dynamic seems to be uh, compromised or toxic. 
And he's never happy when he's at home. And yeah. they got the LTZ Tahoe. Everybody know that's the fully loaded one. Okay. Everybody know that. Okay. See, you always know guy stuff. Like, I'm just serious. <laughs> well, the guys laugh. They know I you never know, know those right. things. But you know what I do know is how much we love After Buzz. Hey. So, uh, can you tell us why? Uh, you know what? I think I will, Thank Sahai. You. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all know, Sahai tells me what to do sometimes. Okay, people. <laughs> but uh, we, we do love After Buzz, and we're happy that you all love After Buzz with us. If it were not for you all, we'd not be here today with our wonderful 89 writers, the 1989 Club, the 89 Writers, <laughs> and our wonderful manager, John, over here. We like John, too. <laughs> but we want to say thank you to everyone out there on YouTube, or you, anyone who's watching us listening to us make sure you subscribe to us make sure that you let us know how you feel in the comments ask us any questions that you want to ask us if you're on itunes give us five stars it will not allow you to click any less than five stars always remember that people (laughs) we thank you so much for making us the espn of tv talk and we just love it that we can do this for you yes Yes. and thank you to everyone that commented over the past couple of weeks but specifically last week we have akazia J, and then we have comb kid and like Josh already said, eBay the Ebo. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, so you're a screenwriting duo. Yeah. How does that work? Um, how do you make that work? Like with working with, you know, someone with a teammate, basically. <laughs> I would say a lot of time. Um, we've been writing together since we were in college. So we started off doing spoken word together. So mm-hmm. we're both poets and we have to come in a room and go, hey, we're going to write this poem together. And a lot of that was the same things we applied when it came to screenwriting. It's always focus on the work and not your ego. Because a lot of times it's creativity. So right. it's, mm-hmm. it's hard because there's never enough space for all the ideas. Right. Right. So you just make sure you try Trust your partner and just um, a lot of Google Docs. I was in. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it's mm-hmm. a whole lot of checks and balances. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the interesting things about 89 Writers is the fact that we're both born in 1989, mm-hmm. but he is a Gemini. I am a Libra. Gemini mm-hmm. gang! So- gang, gang, gang! Yes! What's your birthday? June 1st. June 8th. All right! <laughs> <laughs> but we both were able to, to, to see each other on those planes and understand that there is balance needed and there's two sides of everything. Mm-hmm. So we go ahead and we move forward just like that, understanding okay. that not every time we're going to be right but we always just want to find the best thing. Okay. So let me ask you all this. When you all decided to come together as a writing team, did you all pick up on each other's strengths? Like, you know, like Jordan Pippen or, mm-hmm. you know, Clay Steph. Yeah. Was it something like that? Yeah, immediately, okay. immediately. And it was something because we had already worked together doing poetry. We, we kind of had that language already mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. like, nah, I don't like this as much. Or um, I'm really excited about this. It um, th- it takes a while to get used to. So okay. I think yeah. we already ha- had some of it. Okay. Yeah. Now, how would you say poetry is similar to screenwriting or different from screenwriting? Mm-hmm. Because you fortunately got to be on a show that is based in fantasy and is mm-hmm. very yeah. flower, you know, colorful and using flowery language. So mm-hmm. how how did your poetry background help you with that? Uh, well, that is one of the great things about this show uh, that we were working with the great, the wonderful Mr. Uh, Terrell. So with Terrell being there and Terrell understanding poetry and language and everything else like that, he was able to show us how to merge the two in a way that it's just like, hey, on this page, yes, you can have this thing live as beautifully on the page as it does on the screen. Mm-hmm. But you need to make sure that you're doing it in a way that you're not just going crazy and saying, I just want to put metaphor here, metaphor mm-hmm. there. It's like, I'm, I'm doing this purposefully. 
So, mm-hmm. and do y'all still write po- poetry? Yeah, okay. For sure. okay, so like it's in the blood. I mean, like you know, like do you write poems to like your ladies? Because I know you're engaged, mm-hmm. but do you write poetry to your, right. your, your, yeah. your fiance? That's how I got her. I'm just oh, you got it. You got it. But yeah, we still are very much spoken word artists. I still go to open mics and speak on stages. Like it's refreshing. So it's um a lot of times we get bogged down in when you're writing a script, it's a very, very long process. Mm-hmm. So you need that release a lot of times. Like, all right, I'm gonna go do this two minute poem and right. and reset. I yeah. love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Well, we were talking about Saren's family earlier and I wanna get into that a little bit yes, because please, seeing Liz. Seeing Sarah, so the, we get in the car. The mama got bruises. Were those bruises on her face? Yeah. And then the mama and the daddy. So um, Sarah's mom and Ray were mad at him for hitting the mom, right? Mm-hmm. And she tried to cover it up with makeup. The car was quiet. That whole car ride was weird. Um, what do we think happened? Do we think Sarah just uh, went off? You want to go first? Yeah, I don't go ahead, Zakia. No, because I don't. So I don't want to guess because the last time I guessed, I said someone was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. I kept thinking over and over, like, what could have happened? Like, maybe uh, she tried to hit him again, and he basically was like, no, you're not going to hit me, and hauled off and hit her back. Yeah. Um... I have no I idea. I think Saren is at a point. We saw it at the end of when yeah. he was leaving the Ville. The fact that he asked them to drive David, you know, to back home just so they could have another long drive. And he could kind of, you know how you think you're going to get a beating and you try to keep your friend around thinking your parents ain't going to beat you in front of your friend. But oh, they yeah, my be, daddy didn't care about but that. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that, like, Saren even had to say to the parents, oh, no, can you drop David off at home? Was, right. That baffled me. I'm like, well, that's you know, a parent's job. But to they're say. selfish people. Oof. You could tell. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They they operate by different rules. So um, I think Saren is fed up. He's ready to risk it all. He done lived his life. He wore half a dress, and he's like, I'm free. This is me. This is who I am. Right. You know, let me. I, I'm, I'm. I can't hold it back anymore because well, I. Can, there's nothing I can do right. It makes me nervous a little bit because, and I. So I don't want to project this or wish this to happen in the show because but I always think of like suicide like kids like that commit suicide because they're so unhappy and I'm nervous because I'm like no don't do it just run away so I I don't want that to happen but I wanted to say that about um, J.L. O'Brien said I thought that uh, Saren was going to go home and kill himself I got really sad Mm -hmm. and um, Continued by saying, I feel so bad for Saren because he's so unhappy. Mm-hmm. And uh, as, as far as the family dynamic between the three of them, it is it's extremely confusing because you have the stepfather who is molesting or, you know, sexually abusing his son. You have the mother who is physically abusing the son. But the thing that is is peculiar about the mother is that she is so particular about Saren if he has a hair out of place, mm-hmm. if his if it's a piece of lint, the way on he him. was singing, she was mm-hmm. uh, critiquing yeah, like his, she, his tone. And I I, I got to go read somewhere on my psychology because there's a term there that I'm missing where she is she gravitates to Sarah and almost like he's weak but not, but then she beats him. She's something Ooh, else. You remember Precious when the mom was beating the. When the mom was beating uh, the daughter because she knew like her husband or her dad was like 
molesting her. Mm-hmm. So it was like she was angry with her. So maybe that could be like a dynamic that's happening. Like he's angry that like Saren is getting the attention or love that she wants and that's probably why she puts it on so heavy onto him because she wants that love but now she's angry that Saren's actually getting it so she's lashing out on Saren. So and you then, think don't that know. she's mad that Saren's getting love from Ray? Right. That okay. she wants. That she will want. But and the, it, it's, it's weird in its own way. I don't really know. Yeah, because he also <laughs> said guessing. that the two of them are actually doing better now. It's so, so it's like the abuse has increased on Saren's end, but the parents, their relationship, he, according to him, he was like, well, they're actually communicating better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that uh, it, it just seems like they they both abuse him, but yet somehow it's like they get their frustrations out uh, on Saren and then which helps their relationship with each other. I don't know. It's like they have the same enemy in some I want some 89 way. to comment on this. Like, this this confusing... Us, well, I mean, first of all, is the mama really beating Saren? Because uh, last week, Jamil was like, I don't know. I can't say anything. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> is, is the mother definitely the... No, the mom is the one who's physically... Okay. Yeah. okay. We noticed it in the, uh, when she came in that in day. episode three. Yeah, three. Mm-hmm. Episode yeah, three. episode three mm-hmm. is where um, that comes to light. And... Uh, one of the most interesting things for me about this episode is that moment when Saren walks up to David in the church and mm-hmm. he fixes his tie. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. Like, My dad yes. did this for me. Yeah. Exactly. And then he's like, oh, well, he wants me to call him dad now. Yes. So that was, it's almost like a, a hint to David that things are changing in his household as well. And, you know, David make, made note of that. So. Yeah, because that, to me, I... Th- that should be Saren's decision, mm. not the father's decision. But what decisions? Saren can't make any decisions right. for himself. I, I, and- I understand that. Now I have to uh, understand people are raised differently, mm-hmm. and I'm not faulting Saren for this. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I can't not think of how I was raised. Yeah. And I was just raised to tell it like it is. Yeah. Even my parents, in a respectful way, my parents said, "If I get wrong, you tell me." So I'm just. I don't know. I just feel like that should be Saren's decision like is Ray acting in a way that's according to what he thinks a father should act like mm-hmm. in order for Saren to call him dad it just breaks my heart because Saren is is trapped in his own house yeah. there's there's no out for him but it sounds like people have some predictions of their mm-hmm. own about mm-hmm. the way he, way he is he going gonna, yeah he's gonna get out and I was gonna say speaking on just the relationship that Saren has with his stepdad and his mother like even the idea of calling him dad like first he goes I he wants me to call him dad. And then now he needs to take David home. And his mom is like, no. Right. And his dad's like, I don't know. And he's like, come on, dad. Like Using it to his advantage. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's a, a relationship where maybe he's... Um, it's also that his dad may just be treating him in a different way better than his mom. And he kind of is definitely okay. nowhere to hide. So they mm-hmm. have their own bond now. Yeah. Um, and mom, like you were saying, may be jealous of that. Mm-hmm. I want to go... protective, too. Like right. Maybe it's like... He... A buffer. Yeah, a buffer. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to go back to is um, we were we mentioned Halloween, and I'm thinking about the costumes. I and I want to talk about everyone's costume. So let's talk about Saren's costume. Mm-hmm. Um... And we got we got to give a shout out to Fernando, Fernando. 
Fernando yeah. is our costume designer. Mm-hmm. Great so job. Gotta have a, a yeah. give a shout out to Fernando. Just the range of stuff that he pulls yeah. off. Like yeah. you, you all see how the episodes are so different. Yes, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's yeah. Amazing. So Mix Elijah was uh, Miss Celia Cruz mm-hmm. with the accent and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Then David was a prince or a king. Uh, We're gonna say he was a king. He was uh, a young yeah, king. He king prince. David. Okay. He yeah. skipped that. King David okay. Okay. So young king day, and then Saren was. Both two faced Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria. Oh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Now, and then um, little JG, Lord from Dead <laughs> President, <laughs> jacking everybody for their candy, mad that the lady mm-hmm. gave him some peanuts. Peanut. Now, JG, you know you need We're just going to let that ride. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as much as I be looking at JG, like, you need your butt whoop. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> the way he was blinking when she was putting the peanuts in the ass. <laughs> like, and then spreading the gossip that she had. I'm going <laughs> He's definitely our comedic relief. And then Star was what was Star? Ang from uh, yeah. Avatar. Yeah. The last yeah. Oh. oh. Okay. 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 And we see that Star is about to kind of exit. Like mm-hmm. he's going to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he said that, you know, this is a temporary situation for me. I was like, oh, I don't want him to go. I didn't either. I like his friendship with David. And he said, David, you still sweat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like how JG was like, what you mean? How y'all met? Yeah. <laughs> That's my friend. How you yeah, doing? Like five episodes yeah. later. <laughs> Knows himself. But let's talk to why why you guys selected the, each costume for each person just quickly like mm-hmm. why was Sarah and Victor Victoria um oh, that's a tough one I think you have to look at his reaction to it as well so I think um, Miss Elijah more than anyone may be used to a person like Saren mm. so I think it was it has to be partly his choice because I think that was one of her big things we'll stop whenever I want to even right. as far as the makeup and just, I love the moment when he turns around and sees himself. And he, like, lights up really quick. He mm-hmm. goes back to nervous, but he lights up. And I think it's it's telling. So know? are you saying that Saren is, is his, you know, he's exploring his sexuality? I believe that Miss Elijah sees something in Saren. Right. That mm-hmm. other people can't necessarily see. Okay. So, you know, like she said, like, she opens her home to a lot of youth. So she sees things in him that he might not see in himself. You know, um, I think they sees age. it. I think, yeah. So I, I think it's just one of those things where she chose something that she felt like was fitting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And well, let me. Uh, but I, I just want to hear about oh, the other uh, costume. Oh. JG was the, the JG, robber. De- de- is this his future? You know? Is because he gonna be sticking up? No, it's a classic. He go on the fan. You know, probably who he saw at his granddaddy house. Okay, yeah, okay, was, okay. You know. um, also, Raynan was a Greek god, which I think was very mm-hmm. fitting for him. <laughs> Speaking of Raynan, we'll go into the whole drug game. We saw mm-hmm. some changes, some adjustments with the drug game. You know, mm-hmm. the prescription pad that mm-hmm. David stole has now become a big, a key factor in getting prescription drugs to the Ville. Mm-hmm. Um, but David is is kind of trying to boss up in a sense and tell people this is how it should be done. You should be closing these baggies, and this is how I would do things. But uh, do you I, think he's motivated by the fact that his mother is unemployed? I think. 
think definitely sure. that's a motivation. Mm-hmm. I think he's also a little scared because that last scene where she was looking out the window, I was like, Lord, she on the drugs. See, that's when I got nervous. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what did you? And then Mix Elijah is in in the drug game too because mm-hmm. uh, her and Shinobi got a romance going on, <laughs> and Shinobi is using her telephone now for part of the business. I mean, he mm-hmm. uses more than her telephone. Okay, oh. child, you can't falter. He's a handsome man. But what did y'all think of this whole new dynamic in the bill with the the drug game? Yeah, so at first I was nervous because I felt like Raining was against uh, Day. But now I'm looking like Shinobi has so much hate inside him. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy to me because it's like his ego is getting in a way. It's not even that he has any other reason to not like Day. It's but you know what ego. it is, too? Now that we see Shinobi got, you know, internal issues with his identity himself. So he's... Per- so. Per- yes, he out here one minute he in Miss Elijah's house. Next oh. thing you know, he talking about somebody... Uh, what do you call him? A faggot? Bruh. So we, we, you talked about, yeah. like... Okay. Yeah, like, like you know, <laughs> he's got an internal struggle going on. So I think he's he's hyper trying to be hyper-masculine yes. to overcompensate for what's really well, going on. Well, he said it when he used the defaming terminology when he left Mix Elijah's uh, crib mm-hmm. and and we're like bro like they it's both okay. first of all um, Star looked and was like okay I know what's mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. David was kind of questioning what's up mm-hmm. but no one was scolding him or, right. or disparaging him it was kind of like okay well then that's what you do right you know but it's also interesting speaking of the drug game when mm-hmm. Desmond came about mm-hmm. so now we have this phone this mystery phone that we don't know about I feel like Desmond I always thought Desmond was weird to me and he killed Sky that's just my prediction well we saw can we confirm that did Desmond kill Sky or <laughs> well he jumped like we saw guy. yeah I mean it was identical some... how they hopped over that bar I know so, <laughs> and I just... remember Desmond is the uncle's friend so it has tail, to, exactly. Yes. So it has to be something with the uncle. And now y'all going are y'all gonna take our mommy and Rainy? I don't know. I got questions. Don't take our questions. Oh Lord. I'm, forced, I'm foreseeing this whole thing happening because Lord. why he was like, it's like he wanted to see his reaction to him getting scared. It was like, I'm going to put fear in your heart, but I want to see your reaction. But I also think it's because he's trying to punk Rain and knowing that you just kind of knew to this. Your daddy was the real G. You know, you just kind of slipped in because your dad's dead. And so you're just kind of playing the role of drug dealer. Me and your uncle, we the real ones. You know what I'm saying? So let me me ask this question. Yeah, okay. So, okay. I'm, I'm I'm coming around the table. So do you think that Desmond is aware of uh, Raynan's, uh nurse mother? He may be. Like, I, does Desmond know that Raynan is not a real G? I think so. Like his home life. Well, I would his say uncle? he hasn't. He has to know somehow because he is. He is in close with his uncle, right? Right. So, like, he sees how his uncle treats Raynan. And if you remember episode two, yeah. like, yeah. his uncle even kind of punks him a little yeah. bit. Right. So he kind of has that same energy. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Okay. Okay, we well, want to see more Desmond, yes. that's for sure. Well, Desmond, and I also want to say thank you for that authentic Jamaican accent. Mm. I appreciate that. It's the little things. You know? <laughs> the little things. <laughs> I really appreciate it. So, thank you. That was my bit. But, okay, so that was episode seven of David Makes Man. Now, let's get into our news and gossip segment. Oh. Well. Okay, guys. So, I have some news, but it's not... Okay, so this is the the deal. Mm-hmm. I want to see how well you guys know your cast members and oh, your crew. It's light work. It's light work. Okay. All right. So one of the questions is: What other show is has Travis been promoting? Um, Travis. Mm-hmm. It's the um. It's somebody. Liza. It's, uh, um, 
Is it Liz online? Liza on demand. Liza on demand. Yeah. Yeah. We had to help you, so mm-hmm. that doesn't yeah. count. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 this is the picture right here, guys. So Miss yeah, Elijah looks amazing, Travis, as always. Yes. But yes, he's promoting the second season of Liza mm-hmm. on Demand, mm-hmm. which actually premiered today. So congratulations. Make sure you go watch that. Make sure you go watch that. Also right. amazing at improv. Yes. Oh, yeah. he he so good. And he was on season one too, and I heard they were showing it for free on YouTube. Yes, so. I, you I caught interested. a couple episodes and um, I mean, shout out to Liza coming from being a YouTuber to getting a mm-hmm. series on YouTube and the other cast member, she's from Orange is the New Black. I don't remember her name. But oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she they was, were actually at the red carpet premiere too. Okay, oh, nice. Oh, okay. Cool. okay, guys. Next question. So, what book is the team and cast promoting from um, that's a part of Oprah's book club? Ah, it's the one about the water. The, um, um, the water... Okay. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, yeah. The Water Dancer. The Water Dancer. If I were giving the test, that's an A answer. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we want the book. So, <laughs> send it our way. Send it our way. Yes. So, this book is uh, I, it's a must read. Mm-hmm. If it's on Oprah's yeah, the book, book club, club. we should be part of the book club. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yes. And he's a new author, too, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But everyone is raving about this from mm-hmm. many celebrities. JG and our our little JG or Kaden. Yeah, and I got awesome. Kaden shirt as well. Right? So oh, shout out to Kaden. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Okay. <laughs> and also, um, Akil had read the book as well. So yeah. Akili. Akili. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Oops. And then... <laughs> Um, the author, how do you say his name? Ta-Nehisi? Ta-Nehisi. Ta-Nehisi Coates. So this is his second book because he had uh, Between the World and Me. Mm-hmm. Oh, also. they were so this is his Someone newest said one. it was his first book. I think this is a, um, I think this is, is this fiction, right? I think this might be his first fiction book. Yeah, I think oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess you guys passed. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we knew what she you was talking about. I know. Right? We knew what she was talking about. <laughs> it was a, a group effort. It was a team yeah. effort. But if you guys view this picture here, they really are family, everyone. This Aww, is when you all were being super adorable and gathering at Travis' home for games and food. I was about to say that was game night. Yes, <laughs> and before the Outfest 2019. Mm-hmm. Now, who won? One game night. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a secret. Just know running charades is our thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just the game and fam and I'm bad running at charades. It, it's, fun. it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Zakia. Okay, so let's get into some news. And I mean, so, I'm sorry. Let's get into predictions. We already <laughs> did news about that. And now you're after Buzz TV. Perfect spooky music for a spooky episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Josh, I'll start with you. Oh Lord. Okay, then I won't start. I want to. Um, I, I really quickly. I'm going to shout out Techromage. Okay. Techromage is in this chat. Uh, first, uh, they uh, Techromage said that he doesn't think that Shinobi and Mix Elijah are in a romance. He does. It's it, it's a situation ship. Yeah, situation ship. You mm-hmm. know, back in my day, we called it a cut friend. Okay, okay. a cut All buddy. Right. A there cut you buddy. go. Uh, and then um, like a side piece. Yeah, side piece. You know, <laughs> some rip. You know, <laughs> something like that. You know, but um, but anyway, but I just wanted to shout out Techromaj on that. Techromaj uh, be on point. He yeah, was like your audio dancer. is off. So mm-hmm. he, he tells us everything. So thank you. So yeah, but uh, my prediction though, moving forward, I do think that Raynan is going to be exposed. In some matter where day is going to have to take over, 
And I think that Shinobi, I see Shinobi having an issue with Day, but I think Day is going to, I think Day may be able to like, get Shinobi in check. We saw that shot at the end that looked like a Kahende Wiley painting to me with Day yeah. with the crown on. That's so the I think smalls, that was baby. Foresh- foreshadowing. <laughs> um, before we run out of time, Zaki, what's your prediction? Oh, uh, definitely Saren is going to hopefully not commit any type of wrong to himself, but maybe he's going to run away, something like, Maybe he's going to go with Miss Elijah and he's going to be a part of the the, the Ville. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Something's <laughs> going to happen with Saren going away. Hopefully, I think he's going to he's going to fight it out with his mama and Ray, like just, you know, a death match and then escape somehow because mm-hmm. he, he's tired of it and he he wants to be himself. And I think the freedom that he sees that David has in the Ville, he, he wants to experience that experience that himself. Now, gentlemen, um, we there's talk of season two. Have we heard can we confirm <laughs> what, what's what's we the deal give us a yet. scoop we haven't, we haven't heard, heard yet but i will i will say you know i've been seeing a lot of people on twitter who've been saying yeah we need a season two mm-hmm. so make sure you, you you voice that make sure you get that out there everybody who wants to see a season two make sure you go out and yell it out and spread the word for other people to watch the show because we want a season two too that's <laughs> right i'll just so uh, i'll just show up at the studios <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all in West Hollywood tomorrow. (laughs) Now, thank you guys so much for being with us. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, So you can find both of us at 89writers, number 89writers. And then you can also find me at Lucian Christian, L-U-C-I-E-N-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. And I'm B-Y-R-D Poetry, so Bird Poetry on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you, Zakia. You guys can find me at Zakia W underscore. You can find me everywhere at Cleverly Clad. And I am your host, Sahai Wilson. You can find me at Say Hi, Sahai. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of the David Makes Man After Show. And we will see you next week. Hello. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.